Welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table, where we talk about the business of real life. If you're a working mom or a mompreneur, this is where you want to be. This is where we share tips right off Elaine's Kitchen Table about business and parenting. Being a mom of three and wearing multiple hats, from CEO of the award-winning company Easy Daisies Limited to speaker and educator, Elaine knows how valuable your time is, so this podcast is going to be short and sweet. Whether you're tuning in while driving to a meeting, washing dishes, or sitting in the school parking lot waiting to pick up the kids, you're going to learn the tips and secrets of successful and incredible people. Elaine wants you to be inspired, challenged, and motivated to be that successful person you're capable of being and that person you want your kids to grow up to be. This is Real Talk for Real Life. Hi, welcome to Lane's Kitchen Table. I'm so excited to have you here with us today where we talk about the business of real life. And today we have with us a guest all the way from Germany, and I'm so excited to introduce her to you, where she's going to share tidbits from her vast experience. And you don't want to miss this, because if you're an entrepreneur, you, you want to learn about how not to, to be a slave in your own business. And we're going to touch on so many things. Our guest today is the founder of the Business Launch Portal, which supports startup entrepreneurs worldwide to rocket their ideas into enterprise. Our guest is also an international speaker, trainer, coach, and published author. She won the public speaking Toastmaster competition not once, but twice at the European level. And she has shared the stage with motivational speakers like Cheryl Roosh and leaders like the U.S. Foreign Minister, John Kerry and the Malaysian Prime Minister, Najib Razak. Her weekly business launch radio show regularly attracts thousands of listeners in more than 60 countries. And before becoming an entrepreneur herself, our guest, she worked for almost 15 years in international leadership positions in marketing and change management. She is a wealth of knowledge from first hand experience. And I just want to say welcome today to Monique Bloxell. Hi, Monique. Hi, Elaine. It's an honor to be with you. It's great to to, to share some of my experiences with you and your wonderful community of inspiring women. Thank you. Thank you so much. Now, I have never been to Germany. So I'm, I'm, I have to ask. So it is the end of May right now. What is your weather like? It looks pretty nice out there. It is actually pretty nice. We had a lot of sunshine. It was very warm. And, uh, you know, so, yeah, we have a long weekend coming up. So you're going to enjoy, you know, the starting summer. Very nice. We just finished our long weekend. So I, I'm happy you had that to look forward to. Now, I want to jump right into this, Monique. Now, you made the switch from going from corporate to entrepreneurial. Why? Why did you do that? Well, you know what, as much as at some point I felt like an entrepreneur being in a big business, you know, organizations changed and uh, for a long time I realized I hadn't been happy. But, you know, I felt like, yes, I was making billions for the company, uh, but I was missing the purpose. You know, I was really at one moment waking up and thinking, oh, you know, why am I doing what I'm doing? And uh, when people make a go through a major shift in their life, there's often a kick in the bottom from destiny. For me, it was within a short period of time, I lost a soulmate and my boss, both at the age of 46, leaving five-year-old children behind. And that was the moment when I asked the big question again, what if I had to go at the age of 46? At the time, I was in, in my late 30s. 
And I said, well, what do I want to do in my world? What, what footprint do I want to leave? Mm -hmm. Do I want to make billions for a corporate or do I want to do something that is valuable for others? So it was really this, you know, this, this lack of purpose and meaning in what I was doing. Also the hunger to learn and grow. And of course, the craving for more freedom, freedom to choose who to work with, freedom to you know, choose when to work, how long to work, where to work, um, not having a boss, you know, making more money than in the corporate world, building my own businesses. So, yeah, these were all triggers. I really love what you said about discovering that you're missing a purpose, that you asked yourself, what kind of footprint do I want to leave? And I think that it's such a great reminder to all of us right now that, you know, it is, it is a challenge. It is a ch definite challenge when you're an entrepreneur, but to remember your why, to ask yourself, what, why are you doing what you're doing? Like, what is your purpose? And that will always be your drive and your fuel to, to keep going when, when there are days where you feel like your fuel is almost on empty. And I, I want to ask you, what, what would you say are the first steps to taking a start in a new business? Great. I mean, there's, of course, a lot to do. And when you're starting out, you might feel overwhelmed and you think, oh, my God, I know nothing. Oh, my God, it's exciting. Oh, my God, so many people fail. You know, there's all these voices in our head. So the first thing, obviously, is really getting clear on why do you do it? Okay. As you said, the why is driving us. Ask yourself if the business idea you have is a good fit to who, to you and to who you are. Does it play? You know, does it play into your talents? Um, is it really getting you busy with the things you love doing most and so on? Right. So, is it a good fit to you? And why do you do it? And how should the business look like when it's fully up and running? You ask these kind of questions. Mm -hmm. When you're getting a little more grasp on that, you start looking at: Is there a fit in the market? You start looking into: Who are my clients? Okay. Who else is offering something to my clients? Um, also, you ask yourself, is, you know, how likely do I make money with what I want to offer? And is the whole thing scalable? Because that's a mistake a lot of entrepreneurs make. And a lot of, unfortunately, as, us as women, as moms, you know, we often say, hey, I'm going to do this and I'm going to make a little bit of money on the side. Mm -hmm. I suggest, no, think bigger. Ask yourself, how can you do what you do in a more scalable way so that you are not just selling your time and that when you're not doing what you're physically doing, you know, if you cannot do it or you don't want to do it, you stop creating income. So what you want to do is ask yourself, who are my clients? What do they need and want? What value do I offer? How do I make money with this? And how can I make it scalable that I'm not just selling my own time? Okay. So, and then also when you have these things clear, be brave from day one, go out there and talk to your potential clients. You know, if it's a neighbor or friend or family member or someone else, you know, just ask them questions and understand, you know, based on who the people are you want to serve, find people in your environment and start conversations with them and ask them, you know, questions like, you know, what keeps you awake at night? You know, what, what would you like to get rid of? Or what would you like to have more of in your life, right? And, and that gives you clues in what you could offer that will become magnetic for many people around you. And then also one important thing is what you need to do is eventually you need to learn how to speak with people so that you become magnetic, you become convincing, that you become heard and seen in this world. 
So what you need to do is you need to become a pitch master. And that is also something we do on our platform with startup entrepreneurs, but also established entrepreneurs. We teach them the secrets on how to convince pretty much anyone of anything almost every time. That is brilliant. You brought up so many great points and so many great questions that entrepreneurs should ask themselves from from just picturing what their business is supposed to look like when it's up and running. And that is brilliant because you have to see long-term. You can't just see the next step because you need to think big. I love that you said that. And, and you brought up one point that many entrepreneurs forget because they think, oh, I have something that's going to sell. And then they just think about that. And I don't think, is it scalable? And I love that you brought that up. It's like, how will it keep running and grow bigger even if I step out of the picture? And that, that is uh, great points to bring up. And one statement you said that I thought should be on a T-shirt everywhere is be brave from day one, right? You can't wait like till tomorrow, till the right moment. You just have to jump and, and jump right now because you know what? There's a lot of people out there with great ideas and it's the ones who get them started that, that get moving first. So definitely jump. I, I love that. You just shared so many great nuggets, Monique. I think we can end the show, but I'm not going to. I, I want to know now, in your journey, most, most people think, that, oh, if you have your own business, you're on a cruise ship, and life is always perfect, and money is just pouring in. But there must have been a time in your journey where you had a big challenge, a, a mistake that you learned from. Can you share one of those? Or if you only have one big mistake, we'd love to learn what you learned from it. Oh, there's so many mistakes. And as you know, you know, starting a business and growing a business, you know, starting a business is a roller coaster ride. And once your business is up and running, people think, oh, the roller coaster ride stops. No, it just takes higher swings up and down. <laughs> so um, what have I learned? Oh, my God. You know, how many hours do we have? No, I'm joking. But, uh, you know, one of the things that I really learned is um, don't do it alone. Okay. As, as they say, you know, if you want to get things done fast, do it on your own. If you want to get things to go bigger, um, don't do it alone. Um you know, just, uh, you know, I made a mistake so many times that I, you know, when you're starting a business, you think like I need to be the product creator, the salesperson, the marketing chef, you know, the, the strategist, the accountant and everything else. No, don't. Okay. Build yourself from day one. Build yourself a support team. Surround yourself with the right people. Find a mentor that has gone on the journey successfully already. Um, find someone like an accountability partner. Find advisors and build a business team that work with you in your business pretty much from day one, even when you don't have the money yet to pay them. So that is one, don't do it alone, you know. Um, go out and find the right people, surround yourself with them, make them, get involved them. Mm-hmm. There's another thing also um, that I learned, which is let go of perfect. Mm-hmm. You probably know that one, right? Um, I've worked with so many entrepreneurs, including myself. You think, oh, no, this podcast is not perfect yet. I need to edit it first. And then I edit it again. And then it never sees the light, right? So, you know, whatever you do, just trust that what you do, what you know already now is valuable to others, no matter how you present it. Mm-hmm. And then there's people like us, uh, Elaine, you and me and, everyone, you know, quite a few others it helps people to make their language and their message and everything more sparkling. 
okay mm -hmm. but let go of being perfect get it out there you already serve and then collect feedback and bring it forward right mm -hmm. and as you know the greatest learning happens when we fail yeah. So, you know, before I built that business launch portal, you know, this platform that helps entrepreneurs to speak up, scale up and, uh, you know, and make a difference with their business. Um, you know, I built another business and we failed big time. I burned a lot of money. I learned a gazillion lessons mm -hmm. and I just learned, you know, be open to fail, expect the best, but be open to fail. Let go of being perfect and don't do it alone. It's so much more fun if you do it with us. Those are all incredible points. And everything you say you should be on a t-shirt, like let go of perfect and don't do it alone. <laughs> so that should be your side thing. <laughs> but I, I want to ask you, now you, you touched on how we shouldn't do everything. Like we shouldn't be our own marketer, our own distributor, our own sales rep and everything. And you know, and I... I sometimes am living that reality. And I, I want to ask you, what, what should people consider as an entrepreneur to not become a slave to their own business? Right. That is exactly what we spoke about earlier, Elaine. It's all about scale your business. Okay. So um, what I mean with that is, uh, you know, think about, you know, the wisdom you bring to the world can you bring other people on board that can bring that wisdom to the world? So if you run, for example, an amazing sales training that really helps sales teams and corporates, just as an example, you know, do you really want to be the only one that can give that training? Or don't you rather build a training concept, test it out, fine-tune it, make it sparkling and help, you know, the sales teams to really lift up with it and then train others to give that sales training, okay? It is, as I said, um, you know, a lot of people say, I build my business around what I do. I'll be a trainer, speaker, coach, consultant, and so on. The thing is, these kind of things are jobs. And the moment you cannot physically deliver services, your business stops existing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's what I mean. You know, don't become a slave in your business. Build something valuable and then find ways to lift it up and bring it into the world in a bigger way. Mm -hmm. One way of doing it is, as I said, you know, build something tangible, valuable, and then have other people bring it into the world for you. And there's so many ways as a marketing approach, affiliate approach, you know, um, and even, you know, licensing approach and many other ways Absolutely. how you can do what you do and make it much bigger. Right. Another thing also um, that we help people with is when they want to scale their business and scale their marketing, uh, you know, um, uh, results and, and if they want to become more visible and so on, we say, turn your marketing into money-making products that you can sell online, right? So, you know, the wisdom you have, make sure it can be shared 24-7 online with people you might never physically meet, Right. So as you know, you're in the U.S., I'm in Germany, you know, and there's going to be people in Asia and all over the globe that are going to listen to this amazing podcast. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what you need to do is, you know, build, self-multiply the value you can create. And there's many ways of how to do this, but make sure that you don't become a slave in your business. You do everything yourself. You, you know, you're just selling your time. You're just making money when you're physically with your clients or even online with your clients. 
find ways to multiply what you do so that you can make a bigger difference out there. You become even more visible. You make an even bigger difference out there and you make more money and it's much more fun because Absolutely. that, you know, that opens even more doors. Absolutely. Thank you, Monique. And I, I just wanted to remind you, I'm in Canada. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Of course, Elaine is in Canada. Oh, my God. What a faux pas. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. I like the U.S. too. The U.S. is great. The U.S. has Hawaii. So if I, if I was to choose to be in the U.S. right now, I'd, I'd choose Hawaii. So, so maybe next time I'll call you from Hawaii. <laughs> oh, wonderful. And you know what, Elaine? You know, talking about embarrassing moments, okay? <laughs> this is one. <laughs> good. I love that you are in Germany, but let's meet in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, I love that one, definitely. And let's bring some of our listeners along. <laughs> yes, that would be so much fun. Now, I, I want to touch on your expertise, Monique. And um, I want to ask you, how do you convince people to, in a fast and easy way to win clients and partners or customers what would you say, like, if you can narrow it down to three tips or strategies to be able to speak or, or however, that's your expertise. What is it that you would do to convince um, others in a fast and easy way? Right. Okay. You, you should know uh, one thing about me, Elaine. Okay. Uh, there's three passions in my life. One is entrepreneurship. Okay. Build businesses out of nothing and make them scalable. Beautiful. So it's entrepreneurship, speaking, and of course my husband. And let's leave my husband out of this for now. Okay. But where entrepreneurship meets speaking, this is where we talk about pitching. This is where we talk about convincing. So what are some hints if you want to convince people? First of all, a lot of people go in and they offer right away what, you know, the products and services that they want to offer. Mm -hmm. But what you want to do is you first need to make sure that the people you talk to see that they have a need for what you offer. So what you want to do is you want to first make sure that you first sell the pro problem and then the solution. Mm -hmm. Okay. So for example, if Elaine, you are the world's greatest dentist. And you come to me and you say, hey, Monique, you should come and make an appointment. I let, me, let me check your teeth. I would say, hey, no, why would I? I don't have tooth pain, right? All the consultants resonate with that. They go into offices and they know that they can make a big difference, but the people there don't see it. Mm -hmm. So what you need to do first is you need to sell me the problem first. So what you do then is you need to tell me as the greatest dentist, Monique, if you don't get your teeth checked, eventually you will run into, into health issues, okay? And, you know, people that don't pay attention to their teeth on average live two years uh, shorter than people that do, yeah? So make me see a need that even if I don't have tooth pain right now, I should come and get my teeth checked with you. Right. So one hint, first sell the problem, then sell the solution. Another hint, a lot of people, when they introduce themselves in a conversation, to a client, what they do is they say, I've built so and so many businesses and I have, you know, uh, you know, I have that and that experience and I have that doctorate title and blah, blah, blah. So it sounds sometimes as if they're actually applying for a job, okay, <laughs> instead of really just saying, why do they care for what they do? Hmm. Rather build a connection on a personal level. You know, if you want to work with someone and you're a trainer on public speaking, tell them why do you care about helping other people to become sparkling speakers? You see? So never sell yourself as per like a CV style. 
-hmm. Sell yourself by saying, why do you care? Mm -hmm. And then when you introduce what you have to offer, don't sell the what, sell the why. What do I mean with that? A lot of consultants go into an office and say, when we work together, we first do an analysis, then we interview all your employees, and then we put together concepts, and then we have so and so many meetings, and so on and so on. Instead of saying, when we work together, you will be able to bring that product into the market, and you make that in that amount of money. Okay? Or if you're a speaking trainer, don't go and say, hey, you know, come to join one of our public speaking trainings where, you know, it's a three-day training and this is the agenda and so on. People don't care about the what. What they want to see in the end is what will I be able, how will I sparkle on stage, mm -hmm. on small stages, and how will I sparkle on stage speaking to thousands of people mm -hmm. after I've gone through that training. So mm -hmm. never sell the what, but sell what will be the end result. So these are just three hints, and I can give you many more. First, solve the problem, then you sell the solution. Tell people why you care, and tell them how their life is going to change after they've worked with you. Don't sell the what, sell the why. The, those are brilliant. I, I, I mean, those are amazing nuggets that I just learned, and I know that anyone who's listening has just said, wow. So thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. And... I know that I respect your time and I know that we're supposed to keep this short and sweet, but I just want to ask you one last question, if I may. I, being the woman of easy days and these creating uh, visual schedules to help people establish good habits in their life, I would love to know, what are your habits? Do you have one habit, two habits, three habits a day that you do to make you who you are today that help you to be successful? Can you share any of your habits yeah, I'm happy to. Yeah, thanks for that question. And habits really lift us up. Thank you. So first of all, you know, besides my busy agenda, I always make sure that I ground myself. That I find my inner center, my peace, my grounding, my foundation again. That is important to me because if if I'm so busy that I don't hear my inner voice anymore, I, I get a tendency to be stuck. But when I open that space inside of me, really understanding what is important to me and the world around me, that is so powerful. So make sure you take time slots out, you know, meditate, go for a walk every single day. Do something just for yourself that grounds you and brings you back into your center. Mm -hmm. And then also what I do is, you know, I'm doing a lot of online work. So I also, from time to time, really need to physically go out there and spend time with uplifting people. Like last week, I was in uh, in uh, Delhi, and uh, I was speaking at a Women Economic Forum, and I got a beautiful award there, you know, of being an iconic woman, you know, right, working right. for making the world a better place, so to speak. Right, and thank you. And, uh, you know, this is important for me to go out there and then meet inspiring women and people that do amazing things so that I get inspired, you know, I get uplifted, I get empowered, I expand my support network. That's important, to spend time with uplifting people. And then another one, as you know, you just kept beautifully an eye on timing here. We need to keep an eye on focus. There's so many women out there that love to give and love to share, and, you know, they just really, really support everyone around them without seeing that what they do is business. You need to keep an eye on your goals. You need to keep an eye on the focus. You know, you need to be sure where are you heading 
And then we, you know, as Warren Buffett so beautifully said, out of 100 opportunities that present themselves, he says no to 99. So we need to keep our focus. So what I do really on a regular basis, on a daily basis, a weekly basis, quarterly basis, yearly basis, I plan. I look at what is important to me right now on a private side and business side, and then I set my agenda. And then I'm not easily distracted by all these light, shiny objects on left and right, but I get things done. And I get them done really making more, offering more value, serving more people, making it scalable, making sure we also make more money this way. And, uh, you know, most importantly, create more value for everyone out there and making a bigger difference. So it's really, you know, take time to grant myself, spend time with uplifting people and, uh, you know, keep eyes on the goals and priorities that are important right now. I love it. Thank you. Monique, you are incredible and, and very inspiring. And I feel very blessed to have met you. And, and I look forward to connecting with you again. And I'd love to have you actually back on the show. So we'll have to connect. And I'd be honored if you'd love to come back. And I see your thumbs up. So I'm going to take that as a yes. And Monique, Thank you. Thank you with all my heart for the wisdom that you just imparted on, on me and our listeners. And uh, I, I can't wait to chat with you again. And I, I will give you this opportunity to say goodbye. And I would love for you to share with our listeners how they can find you. I will have this available in our show notes. But while they're listening, if someone wanted to connect with you, how would they find you? Yes, wonderful. And my final message to all these wonderful women that are listening right now is, I just say, speak up, scale up, and make a difference. That is the slogan of our business. And speak up, scale up, make a difference. And how can you connect with me? Um, you know, the best way would be just check out our website. Uh, it's moniqueblocksville.com or businesslaunchportal.com. You can also watch me up on LinkedIn and say, you've been on Elaine's amazing show uh, or, you know, on the podcast. And, uh, you know, connect me, with me this way. I mean, I'm always open to connect with amazing women like you, Elaine, and I'm sure your your audience is uh, beautiful, powerful, inspiring women. So I'm always very open. And if you want to have also the pitch checklist that I mentioned, you know, how to convince anyone of anything almost every time, just go to my website, you know, right away there, you're going to see a link. Just put down your name and email address, and we're going to send you a couple of more hints and the pitch checklist on how you can convince people easily, you know, how you can convince almost everyone almost every time in an easy way. Okay. Brilliant. What a beautiful gift. Thank you, Monique. I, I, I think everybody should be going onto your website right now and, and give you that email so that they can receive that pitch list. That is brilliant. I think I'll be going on there as well, but I'm going to end it on your beautiful, your beautiful um, summary there of speak up, scale up and make a difference. What a, a beautiful motto. And that absolutely sums up who you are and you're just so lovely. Monique, and thank you very much for being on, on the show today. And listeners, thank you for listening today. And please do find me on Twitter at Chat with Elaine or on Facebook at Elaine's Kitchen Table. And I always love hearing from you. And please do uh, take a moment to go on iTunes and give the show a rating because that absolutely helps the show. And I am so grateful. And I just wish you all a very wonderful day. And Monique, thank you again for joining us. And bye for now. Bye. It's been amazing to be on.